Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to another specific car episode because we have had a lot of reveals lately, so there's actually a lot to cover. And one of the most recent reveals is probably the best looking Ferrari we've had in a very, very long time, probably since the 458. Of course, if you've been keeping up even a little bit, or if you haven't, well then I'm about to tell you. It's the 2020 Ferrari Roma. Yes, Roma, not Aroma. <laughs> now, I did a poll, before we get into it, I did a poll on Drive Tribe, not too long ago, that asked whether or not this was the best-looking Ferrari of the last decade, which I wholeheartedly believe it is. And the results are really rather close, but they are quite interesting. 43% of 3,723 3, people, I'm assuming, said yes. 47.1% of those people said no and 9.6% of them said it's complicated I'll explain in the comments most people say that this or at the very least a slight uh, there's a few more people saying no than there are people saying yes that this is the most beautiful looking Ferrari of the last decade I can't believe that and it, there's there's 86 comments for this thing I'll probably link it uh, once this episode goes up and it isn't the I've never seen such a consensus on a car design ever because every single person is saying this looks like an Aston this looks like an Aston why did Ferrari copy Aston Martin hello Ferrari DB11 I can't tell you how many of those comments there are on this poll I can't you you have to sift through all the comments just to see it and there's even there's actually quite a few comments also saying that it looks like an F-type from the B-pillar back which I wholeheartedly agree with you know sort of the hip area near the rear fender once again i completely agree with that but even with all of that being said i think this is still the best looking ferrari we've had in a long time and i'm gonna try to explain how it looks a little bit later but for now we're gonna talk about just the specs because that's obviously what you want to know it's a new ferrari how fast is it how light is it as reported by road and track great news everyone ferrari has a new car it's called the Roma, and it was revealed today in the city of the same name during a private client event. It's a front-engine coupe packing the latest version of the company's twin-turbo V8, paired with an 8-speed dual-clutch transmission and some stunning looks. According to Ferrari, the Roma is a contemporary representation of the carefree, pleasurable way of life that characterized Rome in the 50s and 60s. From the looks of it, it's more a grand touring car than outright track machine. Still... The stats are impressive. The 3.8 liter engine is rated at 612 horsepower and 560 pound-feet of torque. That's over 20 more horsepower than the company's entry-level Portofino convertible, and just 50 less than the outgoing 488 GTB. It sends power to the rear wheels via a new 8-speed dual-clutch first introduced on the company's SF90 Stradale Hybrid. Ferrari claims a 0-62 mile-per-hour time of 3.4 seconds and 0-124 in a time of 9.3 seconds, with a top speed of 198 miles per hour. Dry weight comes in at a claimed 3,245 pounds. Oh, dry weight. 
Um, you know what? Maybe that's 3,500 pounds. You know, I I sort of long suspected that it would probably be a 3,700 pound car because that seems to be typical for sports cars these days, which is more than I'd like, but maybe closer to 35, which would certainly be getting with the program. Ferrari released just one picture of the Roma's interior, and from the looks of it, the company's corporate dash styling has been completely redone. There's a digital gauge cluster, a vertical touchscreen in the center for things like climate control and the radio, and a second screen mounted on the passenger side of the dash. The steering wheel is, is still covered in an array of buttons, including the company's signature Manetino drive mode select, selector knob. I might have gotten that wrong. The company describes the Roma as a 2-plus coupe, though it wasn't clear at the time of the release whether that meant it had back seats or not. We reached out to Ferrari to confirm what that meant, and a spokesperson confirmed the car will, in fact, have a set of two small rear seats behind the driver and passenger seats. Ferrari hasn't specified pricing for the Roma, so it's not exactly clear where it'll fall in the lineup. We suspect it should be somewhere close to the Portofino, considering its size and power output. We can't wait to drive it. Alright, so let's speak about, let's talk about the interior first, because that's really what I want to talk about. This is probably the most attractive looking Ferrari interior we've had in a while. If there's one thing that I don't like about it though, it's that they kind of split the interior in a really, in a really kind of racy way. And what I mean by that is this is supposed to be a GT car. And they've given the passenger and the driver proper like SP1 style cockpits. And I think the best, I, I guess the best way to describe it is you know the bar in the C8 Corvette that has all the buttons? So imagine that, but one that's also on the driver's side, and so you have the center console flanked by two bars. And then that's also where you put the touchscreen closer to the top of the dash. Not on it, but closer closer to the top of the dash. That's basically what they did with the Roma. And it doesn't look bad, it actually looks a lot better than the bar in the C8. But that's really, really sporty, and it goes all the way back to the armrest. This, this bar that... that separates the driver and the passenger goes all the way back seemingly to the armrest and that's really sporty and it's awesome but in a gt car it it's confusing it's like yeah this is you know aroma it's a pleasurable way of life and then blah 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 and then we put a surprisingly sporty element in the interior why like it's a ferrari yes but it's also a gt car so there's to me it kind of conflicts with itself it's both it's 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 a ferrari so obviously it should be a bit sporty, which the interior would be without it. But then it's trying to be sport even sportier with that design element that I personally think would fit better in a 458, an A12, a 458, an F8, the SF90, or the A12. Not that it looks bad, I just don't think it's absolutely appropriate for a GT car. But the rest, of, but as far as design and materials, obviously it looks fantastic. It looks absolutely gorgeous. It is again probably one of their better interiors we've seen for a while now the looks for the most part okay they're not tricky except for when you get to the front because that'll be that's going to be really hard to explain but i'm going to explain it like this because i i personally think it looks a little bit like the car i'm about to say so imagine a jaguar f-type c pillar and hips but with the proportions of a jaguar xk that's what the Roma reminds me of. Everyone's saying oh, it looks like an Aston, this and that, and I can kind of see it, but proportionally, I think it looks more like an XK with short rear overhangs and F-type quarter window, roofline, and hips. And, and what I mean by roof, roofline is roofline shape, not actual height. In terms of height, I think it's a bit sleeker like the, like the XK. As far as the front end goes... Let's talk about the headlights. So the headlights sort of have a similar shape to the A12. So they start big and then 
and then the the inside dips down into so with the a12 the headlights start relatively thick they're pretty thin and then they curve down into like an arrow like a fang sort of thing so sort of like that but thicker and more horizontally oriented because the thing about the a12 is the headlights are very vertically oriented sort of like a gen 5 viper the roma is a lot more like your gen your gen 1 through 4 vipers where it's more it's more horizontal than it is vertical but it has a it has a similar design element where the headlight starts thick and then the top part of it goes curves down now what's different though about the roma is that it has a very aston like two grill design so you have the top part so think of like the Mercedes AMG GT. You have the top part of the grill, and then you have the big Mercedes grill, and then you have the bottom part. Okay, closest to the to the what would be a splitter. Okay, let the chin of the car. Except in the Ferrari, it's not a huge, massive Mercedes-style grill that houses the what is it? The three-point star. I can't remember what they call it. It's actually a lot slimmer. I'm at like '90s Aston Martin slim, D DB7 GT slim. To put it that way. Yeah. Aston Martin DB7 slim, not that shape, but not but that but that kind of thin. That's what it's like. And like I said, obviously not that shape. It's some shape that really can't explain. And that's sort of what the front end looks like. Again, it's really really weird to explain. I don't hate it. I think the headlights are weird. I wish they went for a less abstract design, so it it would have eyes rather than a few shapes that look really good. Overall, proportionally, the the Roma is. Is sort of like a Jaguar XK, but with a longer hood. So, like a Jaguar XK with more F-type proportions. And that's what the Roma is, which is fantastic. Continuing with the looks, we get to the rear end, where Ferrari have joined in this club that annoys me of, let's let's make the least interesting taillights possible, and we're sort of going to take a note from Porsche. And so what they've done is they've added... It basically has four taillights, okay? The Roma has four taillights, so... Sort of like the... What was it? The F12? Yeah, like the F12, but not a circle, just a bar. And they're split. So you have one on the outside, and then one closer to the inside, where I'm assuming the trunk is. And that's it. It's just a bar. Like, imagine the Porsche Taycan, except it's not one bar that goes the entire width of the vehicle. It's just two on the corners that, are, that make quadruple taillights. And again, they're split. That'll give you a rough idea of what Ferrari did with the Roma. I like that it's sleek. Don't get me wrong. I do like that. However, I don't like that, that, that that's kind of it as far as the taillights go. Again, it's a good sleek design. It's just, in my mind, putting bars like that for taillights really isn't that creative. It's like, yeah, Knight Rider, Knight Rider style LED lights. And then let's put four of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about... Well, no, I do know how I feel about that. <laughs> It's not enough, but it has four tail, four, well, yeah, it has four tailpipes, you know, two on the corners, much like the C8, very, you know, very Ferrari-ish, obviously, quite standard issue. Um, it looks like it'll have, at the very least, it looks like the trunk will have a big opening, because it goes down to, there are some shut lines that go down nearly all the way to the, to the lower rear bumper. So the opening the space itself might not be that great, but the opening seems pretty big, so you might be able to get, you might actually be able to get some golf bags in here. Yeah, honestly, do, okay, do, because this, we obviously know what this is going to be a competitor for. The McLaren, what did they call it, the GT? Do I think this will be faster than the GT? Mess no. 
I really don't think it will. Do I think it'll be the better GT car though? I actually think I actually think it'll be the better GT car. In any case, it, I'm I'm really anxious to see those two go head to head because that'll be a really really fun battle to see which one's either the better, not only the better GT car, but which one performs better on track. Just because I want to see which one performs better on track. But yeah, so we don't have a price yet. If the Portofino, I don't know what the Portofino costs, but let's let's say it's high 100,000, 180, 190. I would suspect this would cost 200,000 just because I personally believe it's going to be nicer and obviously faster, which would be getting up there for a GT car. But if it manages to stay at a really similar price to the Portofino, then well done, Ferrari. Absolutely well done. Although, you know what? There, you know, I just realized there's, there's something we really need to take note of here. This is not a convertible. The, the 2020 Ferrari Roma, at the very least right now, is not a convertible, whereas the Portofino, the California T, and the California before it were all hard, all hardtop convertibles. So either Ferrari's going in a slightly different direction, or they're going to do that later. But you know what? I don't think I care, because as you, as long-time listeners will know, I prefer hardtops to convertibles. And the fact that Ferrari decided, you know what, we're going to go hardtop first, that actually makes me pretty happy. But yeah, that is the Ferrari Roma. I hope you all enjoyed. We're going to have to see really where this car goes, if it's any good, the pricing. And maybe maybe I'll record a video of going through the build-in price, because this is probably the only Ferrari I'm actually interested in messing around their build-in price with as of late. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you did subscribe on YouTube, obviously, don't forget to hit the notification bell. That way you're notified every time I upload. What do you think of the Ferrari Roma? Does it look a lot like an Aston Martin? Like most of the people in the comment section of that poll I posted said. Personally, I see it, and I think it's a bit tame for a Ferrari. However, I'll take that over being over most of the overstyled, overstyled stuff that we've had lately. Anyway, hope you enjoyed. I will see you soon. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCar, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.